All right, welcome to the Thick and Butter podcast. I'm here today with my friend Alex Thick. Oh yeah. My friend Drew. Drew. Hello. E. Welcome back, Drew. And I Thanks. am Butter Jesse. <laughs> We're all pretty sleepy today. We're doing yeah. a bit of a sleepy podcast, but we are really, really, really excited to be mm-hmm. here because one of our most anticipated movies of the years, yes. one of our most anticipated movies of our little lifetimes, yes. yeah. we saw it on Friday, and that movie that I am speaking of is Halloween. Halloween. The, the 2018 uh, see, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, last episode, we talked about the Halloween in preparation for this new one. Which is a John Carpenter directed by directed by John Carpenter. Yeah, the first one is directed <laughs> by John Carpenter, and this one is directed by David Gordon Green. With, and Drew, he wrote, John Carpenter wrote it? John no, John, John, Carpenter. John Carpenter wrote the music and executive produced. Yeah, so executive produced. So he wasn't really involved with the film, but he, he kind of was. Who, from what I gathered from like interviews with David Gordon Green, who uh, kind of talked about John Carpenter gave him this blessing, and he, uh-huh. they, they talk a lot about because if y'all don't know this is a this is a sequel to the first movie. Right. This is very, the canon sequel. I think we talked about this a little yeah, bit. This is a little confusing. I think we should break that down real yeah. quick. They, yeah, they, yeah. they retconned um, yeah. the second one through um, the Resurrection. Literally through all of them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. retconning, if you don't know what that means, that basically means that they forget all of those other movies. Yeah. They, like, they, like those movies never happened. What is that? What is that? How do you spell that word? Retcon, like R- R-E-T... So, uh, C-O-N-N-E-D? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Recon. Recon. That, that's yeah. the name of the episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I just think, like, <laughs> I found that, when I heard about that, I was a little like, that's kind of weird, because mm-hmm. Halloween 2, the actual Halloween 2, is like a straight-up sequel, and I yeah. like Halloween 2, um, but we'll get into it later, I can see why they retconned Halloween 2, yeah. um, but... Yeah, so I think that's important to note that all the other sequels to the first Halloween of 1978 are, they don't matter in this review. They, they don't, don't exist. They don't matter in this world. They don't matter. However, there are a lot of there very like uh, meta and I thought tasteful references mm-hmm. to the movies that make it feel like it's not like, oh, we're going to ignore right. our history. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of, it kind of feels like, like, almost that Michael has the experience of all those films <laughs> yeah. as a murderer yeah. in this film, yeah. because he comes back with a vengeance yeah. in this okay. movie. So, so uh, let's do this first. Let's do what we did in the other review. So, yeah. let's go around, and let's just say a couple sentences of what we thought of the movie. Like, Fred asked you, hey, what do you think of Halloween? Give me your thoughts. Yeah. First impressions, Drew. Yeah. All right. Uh, I thought it was well done. Um, mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I thought that David Gordon Green did uh, a really solid job of homaging um, John Carpenter's style. You can uh-huh. really tell that he paid uh, close attention to uh, John Carpenter's uh, sense of pacing, yeah. especially from the first one. Um, there is great cinematography here mm-hmm. um and jamie lee curtis uh it's her best performance in a long long time yeah yeah what do you think Jesse? um i thought that it was just a really well-made film i really agree with drew on that i think that the acting was very likable i was very yeah. glad 
that there was so much effort put into making i thought they were likable characters i enjoyed all the performance i enjoyed all the costumes and i thought i thought what was most brilliant about it was that it was such a creative sequel which yeah. i would never i just did not expect that from like a film yeah. franchise like halloween yeah i mean i usually enjoy new slasher films but i was like really excited to be like this is just like a really stimulating and exciting take yeah on what a sequel of this really phenomenal first halloween could yeah. be so that was uh, it, that was exciting for me yeah cool um i so, like you said at the beginning, Halloween's like one of my favorite horror movies of all time. So I was very much looking forward to this movie just because it's Michael Myers, baby. Yeah. Like, he's Michael back, Myers, dude. baby. Michael baby. Woo. It's Michael Myers. Like, That's the name of the episode. That's even better. So, <laughs> I second all your thoughts. I think I'm the one that liked this movie the least out of all yeah that. it's interesting I like this movie but we'll get into this we're all on the spectrum of like this yeah, movie but like we're different degrees. different degrees yeah 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 definitely i am someone who i really enjoy this movie but i did have some problems with it that we'll talk about later yeah but uh but i said it all your thoughts i thought yeah. david gordon really, really uh captured john carpenter's style in this film i think he like did it the best he possibly could uh he literally updated this is this feels like the first halloween updated yeah in 2018, yeah it does uh which is stylistically which yeah. is really really cool um and th my favorite thing about this film and we're gonna do it because this is a spoiler review by the way um, spoilers yeah so Lori strode in this movie is you know she's older it's 40 years after the first one mm -hmm. and the way that they took Lori strode's character and her daughter and her granddaughter i found to be really fascinating yeah, uh, the, yeah. the the family dynamic that they added um with, i thought that was really effective with yeah. Lori strode's um family uh and laurie strode's psyche in this whole film like really fascinated me yeah. because she it's been 40 years since she tried to get almost got murdered by Michael Myers and they take that and show that laurie strode has been traumatized to a degree yeah. that is just dangerous for her family her child was taken away from yeah. her uh i found laurie strode to be Fascinating this movie. And I thought that was a really realistic way to, yeah, to represent what a victim of a brutal yeah. serial yeah. murderer would yeah. be like. Yeah. A survivor they, of that. You know, she's very, very damaged in this movie. I mean, like when you first um, when you first see her, she's, you know, uh, she's like fucking Sarah Connor. She has like yeah. 20 yeah, different fucking is, guns. Yeah, that's that actually is, really funny to say That's that. a really cool comparison. Uh, because that was one thing that I kept thinking the whole movie. I was like, yeah. this is Sarah Connor. But that's funny. It's kind of, it might freak you out because she really is like Sarah Connor because in Terminator 2, yeah. like, it's the same kind of thing. Like, the Terminator tries to kill Sarah Connor in the first one, and in the sequel. It is actually a very she, similar like, dynamic. I never thought and, about that. So, that's, like, it's really, I, I like that direction. It was just a little, like, Sarah Connery for I, me. I mean, I mean, we have, like, stories of, like, like the retake. I, I think it's a used sequel idea. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you see that in a lot of things. God of War did that, you know? Yeah, It's yeah. just like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. we have this first thing where they do all this really cool stuff, and then yeah. they realize in the second film, they get old, and they realize that right. was kind of damaging right. to my mental right. health, right. you know? it's. Yeah. I think it's uh, a story, but yeah, I think yeah. it's an interesting You know, thing. and in most horror movies, I feel like 
when they do uh, look at trauma, you know, they kind of do it as kind of like this throwaway thing. Yeah. Where it's just like an added dynamic. Yeah. Uh, with the film. But here, you know, um, they do a really good job of um, really like respectfully um, like portraying trauma uh, in yeah. this film. Yeah. Uh, there's a great scene uh, at the beginning where a bunch of podcasters come to yeah, her. We'll get to that. We'll yeah. go through the whole yeah. film. Yeah. Well, one last thing I want to say is I really, really agree with you on that. They could have taken the, like, the trauma aspect of this movie is very realistic. And yeah. I think that's what most people are gravitating towards this movie. All reviews that I've read about this actor I saw it are kind of, they're pointing out some negative things about it that I can agree with, but they're also pointing out the, the universally like thing is Laurie Strange's character, the way that they took her and the trauma. Yeah. Uh, that was very interesting. Also, Laurie Strange's daughter having to deal with her because her whole life she's been training to fight this boogeyman that she didn't know was even existed. She just yeah. thought the mom was crazy, which I found to be really, really fascinating. So... I think we should, so, since since you were kind of starting to bring it up, just to go, like, get a, again, get the full concept of it. Let's mm -hmm. go through and say what our, like, negative things are about it, and then we can dive mm -hmm. into analyzing the film. Okay. okay. So, yeah. why don't you, um, why don't you start and we'll go reverse? Okay, so, um, alright, so, my negative kind of come from... I've seen this once, okay? Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know, so... This film is also interesting to know. It's written by <laughs> David McBride as well, uh, of Eastbound and Down fame, and this is the end. He hangs out, you know, the Seth Rogen crowd. It's David McBride. <laughs> and there's a lot of humor in this movie um, that I, I don't know, I don't quite know yet if it works for me. Uh, there's, like, some moments in this movie where, are they funny? Yeah. But it kind of classes... But does it work? Yeah, it kind of classes tones with this serial killer movie, which is cool. It's I I like the... I just don't know if it quite worked yet. Mm. And so, yeah, that's one thing. And But most of my games are in kind of specific scenes. Yeah. Um, but one thing is, I think, um, the cold open to this movie... I don't think they quite nailed it, but we'll talk about it. The what? The, the cold, cold open, the beginning of the oh, movie. Oh, the very beginning? The very beginning of the oh, movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I like it. I don't think they quite That was, like, like one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, so we'll that's talk about so that. so interesting. But, yeah, so that's kind of... We'll, we'll go through the movie, and I'll talk about my negative four. Okay. We're more specific scenes. So they'll pop up. Okay, yeah. cool. For the major one is the, is the humor. Yeah. I don't know if it quite... I think we're going to be talking about the humor a lot, or we'll yeah. have a, a part where we'll be talking about the humor, because I agree that it was kind of like a weird thing. Yeah. I wasn't too bothered about it, but I feel like if I watch this film a lot, I'm going to have discoveries where I'm either going to like it a lot less, yeah. or I'm going to like it a lot more. Right. I think right. there's going to be some things that I'm going to watch again and be like, that was the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that was yeah. genius, and it's yeah. just like, that didn't quite work as well as the first time. Yeah. But the humor was something that I was surprised by. And I was kind of pleasantly surprised by mm -hmm. that the that the humor was I thought genuinely funny, yeah, and actually worked to kind of enhance the bizarreness of the film. 
Yeah, yeah. Which, again, I have to see it again to know if it works exactly, because I'm of the same opinion of you, yeah. but I was less um, taken out by sure, it. Sure. Uh, the one thing that I thought was weak about the film, which, again, upon second viewing, I might change my mind because it might be part of her character, was the actress who played her mom seemed extremely flat. Oh, It seemed like everyone yeah, else seemed like yeah, really yeah. diverse and emotional characters, and the way she that. presented her lines felt yeah. like she was from I'm like a really that. bad 1980s I'm gonna movie. I up later. It's weird. I like you. Because I know she's a great actor. Yeah, I like so I don't know if it's a choice or if it's just a bad performance. Yeah, um, I I enjoyed her performance for the most part. There's like a couple scenes where I was like, what the fuck? Like, did you see that again? Like, that was a horrible Yeah, do you like, movie. for me, the, the, the scene I'm thinking of was when she was talking about, yes, like, when she was, like, saying, about. like, oh, and I had to deal with all yes. this trauma. She was telling her parents. Holy and she said shit. it so flat, expressionless. I yeah. was just like, I can't yeah. tell if you're supposed to be like kind of <laughs> yeah. like a little yeah. bit like like yeah. autistic presenting, yeah, yeah, or like you're really like real weird. trauma, or is this yeah. is just like a yeah. flat line? That's I can't exact, tell. That's exactly what I was but um, but so I'll have to watch it again to decide for sure. But that was the one thing that yeah. stuck out to me. The rest of it and the ending, which again we'll get to because I have opinions about that yeah. as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So a couple negatives for me. Um. Would be. Um, I feel like some of the callbacks uh, weren't um, as strong as they could have been. Yep. So there's yeah. a psychiatrist character in this movie. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that um, yeah. you know that overly similar to Loomis right? is overly similar to right. Dr. Loomis, and they acknowledge it. Laurie Strode's like, "Oh, you're the next Loomis," you know. I guess as yeah. as a kind of haha, like kind of like it a little more. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, but I feel like the filmmakers were probably like, aha, like see what we did yeah. there, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, so I, I thought that kind of didn't work, and I thought his character was unnecessary. Um, yeah, uh, okay. I, I there was like an interesting. Um, there's an interesting scene that we'll get into later yeah. on in the yeah. film that involves him, which yeah. is I think will be uh, kind of highly controversial between yeah. us because we have yeah. different yeah. views yeah. about that. I, yeah, um, Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I, the killing. I know. I, 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 <laughs> and then we'll get into the specific. I think what yeah. we should do real quick is instead of like going through the movie and saying what we think of each scene, let's yeah. give a whole overview and then talk about specific scenes. Because okay. then, because I think that. Um, Unlike Venom, which was good to kind of go through it to get a like wrap our yeah. head around it, we have very specific yeah. things to say about specific things. But let's just give okay. context and then. So get let's into just talk about some scenes. Okay, let's just talk about scenes that we want to talk. About. Well, let's let's first the movie. The movie. The movie's about um, yeah. about uh, uh, Michael's in prison. He's getting transferred. Right. Um. He, every Michael's old. Lori's old. Lori has been traumatized by the visit by Michael's. Um, murders yeah. at the babysitter murders yeah. as it's called in the movie yeah. and she's basically uh become a, a recluse and she's uh -huh. like decked out her house yeah, to be like, this, like uh this bunker yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, 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 it's like a survivalist yeah, compound. Yeah, yeah. and um and she's uh basically waiting for michael. to kill michael yeah. at some point for some reason because yeah. either because she kind of knows he's going to get out yeah. or and just trying or do whatever and lo and behold he escapes yeah. uh and he goes on a murder spree right eventually on getting halloween uh, on halloween night eventually yeah. trying to get 
to um, Laurie. yeah, Lori. So yeah. the film is basically broken up into exposition of like everyone kind of dismissing Lori that yeah. Michael's gonna break yeah. out yeah. to Michael breaking out, everyone being like, "Holy shit!" Lori was right. Lori was right, and then yeah. everyone's all the characters who know Michael being like, right. "This is serious." So yeah. there's not much like things like, "Ah, don't worry about it." As soon as Michael's out, everyone's just kind of like, "All right, this is this really is bad." Real. Yeah. And then also, and it's, the, the way that the film uh, like establishes that who kills. The body count this movie is a lot. Yeah. Like, he kills a lot of people in this movie. I, I'd, say, yeah, I, I'd say that they, yeah. at least... At um, least 15 people. At least 15 people. Yeah. kills 15 people, which is a lot for Halloween. Which, I mean, in the first movie... The way he kills is that each kill he would hunt, and the, every character would have kind of like a scene of being killed. Yeah. In this movie, it was like dead, yeah. dead, yeah. dead, and yeah. they were like brutally murdered. They were murdered quickly. There wasn't yeah. any like, no, no, don't kill yeah. me. Oh, so scary. Yeah. It's just like it was just like it's a character that they kind of developed, yeah. and then he would just kill him and so just be the, like, well, he's she's I not going to be in the film I anymore. They really good of a job of. I want to There's so much. There's so much. I want to. Yeah, so that's the overview of the plot. At the end, you know they. Fight like they beat Michael and the in the in the final in Lori's house. They had Lori, Lori's daughter, and the granddaughter, the granddaughter, Allison. And they all fought, which was so great. Three generations of the Strode yes. family fighting Fam, against Michael Myers. Fucking yeah, it's really Love cool. That shit. Anyway, um, so the first thing I really want to get into is the cold open, like the yeah. first scene of the movie. So the first scene of the movie, if you guys can see the trailer, it's um. These podcasters, which Drew mentioned, the yeah, same people. Yeah, the true crime podcasters. They, they want. They're obsessed with the things that are murder. They're obsessed with why this guy yeah. would kill people. Like they're obsessed with the fact that this Michael Myers. They, they just want to get to the bottom of why he killed these three. These specific it, it's also interesting because the podcast is presented a lot like how a lot of true crime or like a lot of people take it now where people are literally like obsessed with michael myers yeah. and they're kind of insensitive to that he fucking killed people right, right. so that's kind of it was kind of like a reminder this film about like saying yeah. it's just like hey killing people's actually pretty right. fucking brutal right. and bad so you should yeah. be a little bit more sensitive so what happens is <laughs> so there's this incredible shot where the, the psychiatrist, the doctor, Lou Dr. Loomis, mm -hmm. I don't know his name, but... Mustache uh, man. Yeah, but, <laughs> mustache man. Yeah, uh, he uh, is like, all right, I'll, I'll bring you to Michael, try to talk to him. He's obsessed he with Michael. He still hasn't said anything in 40, like, yeah. Nothing. Uh, how long? 55 years now. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like, so they go up to him. And they're trying to talk to him, and what do they do? They take out his mask. How they got his mask? I don't know. So okay, this is what this is what I want to talk about. So when he holds it out, every all the other crazy people start freaking out. Start freaking out, and Michael's just standing there, and he can sense the mask. I, I don't. Okay. I and so anyway, like he's holding the mask. He's like, talk to me, talk to me. And then, boom, like, go straight to Halloween. Yeah. The cut was incredible. My problem with that scene is I don't I don't quite know what they were going for. Are they, are they, uh, like, trying to allude to the fact that Michael is a supernatural figure? Like, this mask is something that, um, is, like, you know, in the first one, he's established to be 
you know, the personification of evil. They they yeah. don't even they don't even call. Uh, he's not credited as Michael in the movie. Yeah. He's credited as the shape. This right. is the first yeah. movie he's credited as yeah, the shape. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing that I found to be a really interesting thought. Yeah, <laughs> I just wish it was a little. I don't know. I just wish it was more. I just wish it was more established in the movie. Cause I don't know. I think... I don't know. Like, what do you guys think about What I love about this scene is I was worried that they were going to go in the route about, like, unpacking Michael, and they don't unpack Michael. Mm-mm. I feel like what they chose to do is that the way that they gave... That yes, either. I loved that. But they yeah. did give us more information about Michael. But what they did is that they did that through Lori's character. Because they established that Lori and Michael, which, again, we'll get into this in later scenes, that Lori and Michael are kind of have the same kind of, like, trauma, yeah. which is forcing, the, keeping, giving them the ability to stay alive. Which we see in the last scene, which is really cool. Yeah. But what I love about the first <laughs> scene is that, well, first of all, I just think it's a great scene because it starts all in close-ups. And right, it's this yeah, yeah. great sequence of yeah. close-ups of yeah. the insane asylum, yeah. of all these people just, like, anxiously waiting, yeah. basically, for Michael. And when we see Michael, it's this epic, like, long shot of that scene. And I love yeah. I that... I think it was more about the aesthetics of the scene. Like, I didn't quite... Like, because when I was talking about the scene, like, basically, like, have chills. So I think that's just such a fucking amazing idea of yeah. having, like, Michael has this, like, supernatural atmosphere around him that makes everybody else, like, feel it and kind of crazy. I just think the way it was shot, I don't think they quite nailed it. But yeah. I think that's more my issue with it. I, I think... I disagree. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't... I can't really say, like... I don't know. I guess I just I just thought it was really effective. I I, I think that like I actually agree with Alex on this one. So instead of um, uh, Gordon Green uh, kind of like cutting to the faces of all the different inmates, yeah. like laughing maniacally, yeah, I would have yeah. I would have liked it better if they had because uh, he does that uh, a lot of times mm-hmm. in that scene. I like would have liked it if they he had maybe cut to their faces like once or twice but had most of the laughing off screen so you couldn't like here yeah no, no that so you cool. that's it. i, mean, I cool. think it would have made it creepier i think it also would have been creepier if the same people were actually like kind of scared like yeah. they were like fuck dude like, i don't know i i, I thought like they it. were I, that's I what did. i i thought they were they looked I terrified you know what the thing is for me it's like did i like the scene yeah i did i just wanted it to like, what I think, I think what people like, wanted is for to see his face, and they ripped that away from him. So you don't have. I don't think there was any catharsis in that film yeah. scene, which is what I thought was so brilliant yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, they think, didn't give you anything. Yeah, oh, it just yeah. it just it just rats it ratchets up the tension. You see, yeah. like you see, like a um, like the top of his chin. We have to see a lot. Like you see, like more of his face. You see that he, you don't see he doesn't have an eye, which yeah. I thought was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he has a beard, which yeah. I also think is awesome. Yeah, but you um, never, you I never see like a full it. view. I, just think it, I think it just didn't hit me as hard as I wanted it to. Yeah, that's the other thing. So it blew me away. Yeah. Uh, so all right, so then you get to the classic Halloween uh, credit. Scene. Which was done really Which well by inflating the oh, pumpkin. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Which is uh, a really fantastic. good touch. Um, and then we, you know, cut back to the first conversation, the introduction of Lori's friend. Mm-hmm. The uh, podcasters go to her, her military bunker and they, you know, bribe her to do an interview. So yeah. That was really interesting. That, that was actually my favorite scene in the movie. Really? Um, That's so cool. when they when they like pull up to her house, 
uh you know and they they try to coax her to like open up their door or whatever and they're like hey we have like three thousand dollars we'll give you three thousand dollars if you let us in and ask you a couple questions <laughs> and then they they come in or whatever and um they you know start asking her this really fucking like sensitive and personal information like about like her fucking uh you know uh michael's yeah her experience they're like hey like do you remember when michael like killed his sister and And laurie's reaction to that i thought was fantastic oh yeah yeah like that was such a great scene to establish like who this person is like 40 years later she's hardened she's she's like little little cuckoo yeah Yeah. (laughs) she she like she like answers their questions in like very brief short like uh quips and then um she like almost i would have been like get the fuck out of my house but the way that she did it she was like all right Time yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. Very, um, very chill. Yeah, it was really, really cool. I felt like the first couple of lines she gave was a little bit like cliche, but I feel like if I watch it again, I might feel yeah. better or worse towards it. I really liked the scene, but when she was talking about, I felt the scenes were like just the lines were a little bit weak, yeah. and they could have come up with something better for yeah. her to say. But um, it was like it doesn't, it didn't ruin the scene by any means, and it did, yeah. it did the job it needed to. And uh, that's a great scene because in a stat, like it lets her go. Michael's being transported. Yeah. Like, he is on the move. Yeah. And right there, she has this idea, like, oh, maybe I should... Yeah. Well, well she knew. She knew that they yeah, were... She was being transported. Right. Right. Yeah, she's right. been planning this forever. Right. That's right. Um, and there's a... There's also... Um, so, when Michael is getting transferred, uh, she has a car parked right near the bus, mm-hmm. uh, right near the, the jail, um, where... Uh, he's getting transferred out of and she's in the car and there's this other great scene where she just is like shaking with rage yeah. when she sees top pops a small bottle of whiskey and just <laughs> yeah, like starts yeah. shaking and yeah. crying yeah it's really intense yeah, yeah. Um, so and then after that scene we are introduced to allison the um the granddaughter of laurie strode yeah the uh you know the fact that the the strength of her mom, yeah. her, ah, Laurie Strode's daughter and her granddaughter, and the dad, who, who, MVP, is one of my favorite characters in this movie. He was so uh, good. Allison's dad in this movie, and Laurie's uh, daughter's husband, is so, like, is so ridiculously funny to me. Like, he just felt like, the guy who played him, I gotta get his name, the guy who played him, just acting like a dad. Yeah. And, like, he was just so funny and, like, brought this, like, that humor, I think, really worked. Like, it was very lighthearted and just, like, I don't know, it, was just, it just made me so happy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really, really good. He was a really great character. Yeah, I thought he was great. Um, so, uh, after that, we're, we were, and then we get another, we get, like, one of the first Oz scenes from the first Halloween where Allison is walking with her two friends. Right, yeah. Um, and which is, uh, obviously, a callback to the first one. Allison's whole character friends. purpose seems to provide, to be to provide, like, the high school, yeah. like, dynamic. Yeah. And also kind of, like, um, Lori Strode's original character. Yeah. She's just representing that. Oh yeah, Which, Toby, Toby Huss. That's, that's the, the dad. Dude, that's the dude, yeah. Toby Huss, shout out to Toby Huss for playing the best dad in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> he has, he, there is a great, um, uh, 
dinner table scene where he's like recounting all of his like high school experiences. Yeah, I'll follow her. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, like I took acid and like, <laughs> and it it. it <laughs> yeah, I'll follow her. Um, yeah, you can definitely tell. Uh, where Danny McBride like wrote stuff. Yeah, uh, that's what I his, really his humor is yeah. very specific. And, yeah. Um, yeah, you can tell that he like you, can, you really feel his stamp on it, which I really didn't think that was gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but so uh, we're introducing you know Allison and her friends, um, and I I really like Allison a lot. I thought she was great. I thought she was uh, her high school friends. I thought they were wonderful. I, I really do. I, I, I have no problem with them. I have a soft spot for that because I'm a fan of horror. So when yeah. it's done well, you know, I because I mean I love Van- Puppy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that high school dynamic of like a group of friends, and you kind of got that vibe in there. And it, I thought it was done well, and they yeah. were interesting characters. Yeah, they were. Uh, they all were not obnoxious or anything. Like, yeah. I thought they all actually felt like I. The high schoolers in that movie, I felt like were real, and like, it was such I, a deep part of the first Halloween movie that yeah. I was happy for it to be there. Right, Even yeah. if, because you know, our friend Jared watched it, and that was a really interesting experience to watch it with him because he was did not watch the original Halloween, yeah. and he was like saying it's just like it was just kind of boring, and none of it felt like it had any purpose. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. which raises a question for me: It's just like, is this purely a fan service film? Because it's just like, would I have liked this if I was not a I fan mean, of the I'm first Halloween? I'm going to be honest, like, I don't think so. I think he's going to like it. I mean, I think, I, and I'd be curious to see if he watched, but what I'd be curious yeah, about is yeah, like, yeah. do you, should you get the context? I think it's important to get the context of this film sure. to be able to enjoy what it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to appreciate this as a standalone film. Yeah. Um, which I don't think makes it any worse because I like it. That's what makes me in- so invested in it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, you know, uh, there have definitely been a lot of uh, critics out there who have pointed out to like the subplot of Allison's friends and said that that was unnecessary. I disagree. I think that like it. Yeah, I think uh, that was. I, don't I mean, think. like in the first one, like most of the film is Laurie Strode and her high school friends right. like, talking but I think about. It's, there's more. That was the main plot in the first one, and this one is it's, it's a subplot. It's, yeah, it's, there's like two. Well, there's, there's I, kind of like multiple like, subplots yeah, in this movie, yeah. but um, I think they're all good. I think they're all woven really well. I don't really you know. It I, feels really smooth to me yeah, too. It, it felt was, really smooth. Yeah. Nothing felt forced. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, um, kind of homaging uh, Carpenter's film. You know, a, a lot of it does take place. You know, with uh, uh, teenagers and yeah. there are scenes at uh, you know at, at the high school, be, which yeah. is how it should be. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And I think that uh, there's also, um, you know, the 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 scene, you know, of course, where they're sitting in English class and they have yeah, uh, they yeah. explain a text. I think that was a fantastic uh, twist on the original, extremely famous. It happens in almost every horror movie I watch. No, now, yeah. Uh, where the final girl or the main character who is sitting in English class looks out the window and sees something. This twist I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Because Allison in this movie has sympathy for her grandmother, which I thought their relationship that was really strong because, you know, her mom resents Lori. Yeah. Like she really does not like because she forced her to become this like training her whole fucking life for this boogeyman that might not even exist. Yeah. Uh so 
when, you know, Allison sees the grandmother out crying. I thought that was such a great twist. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That. Um, but, so yeah, so basically, uh, you guys want to get to the Michael scene like, when he gets out? Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, there's a re... Uh, so when he... <laughs> the bus crashes. Yes. Um, he kills all the guards on the bus. Yeah. He, uh, the uh, first uh, kill we see is he kills a kid. Yeah, That's yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. thing we see of Mike murder we see Michael do. He he chokes a kid to yeah, death. So who's this, developed as a pretty likable kid. I was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah kid. You're yeah, awesome. Yeah. And then he just chokes he, him to not death. Only, he not only chokes him to death, but he, yeah, he fucking snaps his yeah, neck. Which too. is the same kill. He's, it's killed in the yeah, same way with so, the same yeah, shot through the yeah, window when the first lady, Annie, dies. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of analysis in this movie, um, but, yeah, that scene I thought was... But it didn't feel, it was all, I liked how subtle it was. Yeah. It was all subtle, and it felt necessary. It was badass. I, I, and also, like, I, I once thought, like, after the movie, like, how did, like, how did the bus crash? And then you start thinking that, like, no, you don't need to know. Like, Michael probably... How does Michael drive? Was planning... I mean, what they said was... was planning so long how to like you know distract the driver and probably you know yeah, yeah. you mostly you just see yeah. like the bus crash and the aftermath but you don't see how no you don't see how uh, and i think that that really like adds and, to yeah. the suspense the image of you know the kid and his dad were just driving on the road and they see all these insane people just walking on yeah the it's a great slowly like all like zombie like and the kids is like what the fuck, what the is, fuck going is going on dad and the dad uh you know Goes to check it and, and he's never seen again. Yeah, he's just the, gone. Yeah, the, the, the guy there comes back. But the kid, and the way that got shot with the fog and the headlights is so It's a great scene. Creepy. Yeah. And then when the kid goes back to the car and Michael is in there, it's, yeah, it's a total throwback to the early kill from the first yeah. one. And sure. then and then after that, the next scene is him murdering the podcaster because yeah, so he needs to get back his then, mask. Funny note. So... That scene takes place in a... Gas there's station. a lot of homages in that scene to the other films. So, yeah, so how he how Michael gets his outfit back is he goes to a gas station, which is a callback to Halloween 4, Return mm. of Michael Myers. There's a gas station scene in that movie. And he kills, you know, all the gas station attendants. And one particular shot, he kills them in, like, the exact way. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. But... Um, so basically, the podcasters are there, and I think he, you're led to believe that he was following them to get his mask. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, which I thought, which again, adds to this thing where it's like, is the mask, like, the supernatural thing that he was able to, like, sense, which is kind of cool. Like, yeah, I know, it was really cool. That. I kind of dig it. I didn't find, I didn't find, like, the mask was some kind of, like, item that uh, had some supernatural powers that oh. gave Michael's powers. Have you seen Warehouse 13? No. Warehouse 13 is, uh, it's a, it's an okay show, but it's about like items in history that have been imposed with powers oh, that okay. give them significant powers. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the the gravel that a significant judge used who was always right. Yeah. And then it's like, you smack it and then it will change the course of history. Yeah. So the mask might be something like that where Michael is just like has imposed his yeah. himself on it. Yeah. So anyone in contact with yeah. it gets kind of affected so by it. So I had a huge heart on that scene. Yeah. Because he fucking, bro, when Michael, that is the first Michael Myers moment. Yeah. When he walks up, the girl is in the bathroom, and you see the guy 
before before he goes up and see the guy, the male podcaster, his name is, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, I have it right here. It is Aaron. When Aaron walks into the bathroom to go look for Dana, the, the girl podcaster. Yeah, this is after he's seen all the dead gas yeah, station attendants. Yeah, see one of the guys and his jaw is ripped off. Is ripped <laughs> open. Yeah. And then that is the moment when I realized, oh, they're doing Michael fucking right. Yeah. They're doing it in the sense that he is a superhuman. Yeah. Because he did this in the daylight. There yeah. was no sounds. Yeah. No one yeah. knew what was happening. He right. seems to be able to do whatever yeah. he wants. And so when he walks up to the stall and he puts his hand over the stall, drops all his teeth. Yeah. And Dana's just like, what the, the fuck? fuck? And he, the way that he kills her... Brutal. Uh, yeah, oh, man. Also an homage. Yeah, also. Yeah. A very brutal yeah, homage. Brutal. And then when he kill, how he kills Aaron, brutal, slashes his fucking head on the wall like eight Repeatedly. Times. Crazy. And then we get the shot. We get the fucking shot. He kills everybody in the fucking And he puts and on the mask. It's up. so it's good. A, the way that Gary Gordon Green, he knew it was a moment, man. Slow-mo. And then it just opens, puts on the mask. Which looks fucking dope. Looks, the mask in this movie? It looks 50 years old, and it looks awesome. Fantastic. It looks dirty, it looks worn, it looks it's fantastic. It's so good. It's actually my favorite mask uh, in any of the films. Even the first yeah, one. Yeah, I, I agree. But, um, so, yeah, so then, it goes to Halloween night, he gets in the car, and then... And then, uh, and then he just goes through and just basically walks around killing people. Yeah, so this is my favorite scene. So let's get into my favorite The one shot? Yeah, so oh, yeah. Uh, the, this fucking shot. Um, so, because in my mind, I'm just thinking of getting Gordon Green. It's like, all right, so this is the first scene where Michael is in Halloween night. He's back, he's in, his back home, in Haddonfield. Back in Haddonfield, his hometown. How am I going to do this? Oh, I know. I'm going to do... A whole one take where he kills about five people in this one long take of him just calculating, walking through houses, killing people. The While way, there's kids running around, people are trick-or-treating, no that, one knows. The way that, that, that might be one of my favorite scenes in a movie this year, it blew me away. Just because the intensity, the way it was choreographed, every, the way Michael was moving, it oh, was just, man. it's everything I wanted, man. It's he, everything that I wanted yeah. in this movie. It, and I, the he, way it ends, him just grabbing the girl by the, uh, the, the stabbing her through the throat yeah. was so satisfying. Like, it's just Michael at his best. Like, it's just, it's incredible, man. The, the, I love the, that the first kill that he does back in Haddonfield, the, when they start the, the one take, Oh, it's um, crazy. Yeah, he fucking, yeah. like, walks around, and he sees, like, an open garage, and he walks up to it and fucking uh, grabs a hammer. That which I didn't realize yeah. he's left-handed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one of, like, the scariest movie scenes in the movie to me. Yeah. Because the way Michael, he, the way Michael you know, obviously, is portrayed is he is this guy with no, obviously, no fucking emotion. Yeah. None. At all. And he's also way, extremely intimidating because Nick Castle's yeah. a huge yeah, he's man. Good, yeah. He's six foot seven. And the huge. way that he walks, so calculated. Yeah. No thought. Like, he just grabs it, sees a girl, walks in, beats her to fucking death. Yeah. Like, it's 
crazy. And then walks out. It's like he never yeah. stopped moving. No, he never, no, the camera didn't stop moving either. It's just all just like this fluid moment of him just killing. Yeah, after after 40 years, his, trig, his trigger finger is very itchy. He's got <laughs> yeah. to let it out, you know? <laughs> I yeah. know. That's, that, that was, that, yeah, that scene was super fucking scary. It's like, I think... What I loved about like seeing that scene and also what this movie did is in the first movie I had the question is just like why did he kill these people you know because a lot of times yeah. you want to have those motivations and it's not really explained but in this movie it is explained by not hitting the nails on the right. head it's not like well he's going for people who look like his sister yeah. there's a lot of blonde girls who look like his sister <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. it's probably not yeah. a coincidence yeah. but he kills kind of unrelentlessly yeah. and one of the lines in this movie says is that he just he just kills because that's what he does he, he kills it. and it just kills because he likes it he kills because yeah. that's you know just what his like purpose is it's yeah. like it's not it's just like it's what he does he does it relentlessly and he's just made a connection with laurie strode yeah. you know so yeah. in the first one you see him just killing because that's what he does and then it eventually gets to laurie because it's just like oh i remember you yeah it's not even right. like he's out for laurie it's right. just like he was planning to get out just because he's trying to kill you know right. and it's he was just lucky to run into laurie yeah another great um uh, you know, there's a great use of uh, the of uh, the horror trope of um, like while people are having sex, uh, the murderer yeah. comes, yeah. Uh, and uh, David Gordon Green like homages the first one uh, where there's a scene uh, towards the middle where um, he kills Allison's two friends. He kills Alice's two friends while they're you know all of Allison's yes. friends. Yeah, while they're while they're having sex, and it it kind of uh, it's yeah. it's like a callback to. Uh, the original where um, Tommy, it even she yeah, even yeah, dies. Tommy Doyle. Bob, Bob, she even yeah. dies with the ghost mask over her. So yeah. it's it's yeah. just a, a yeah. total reference to that scene. Yeah. And um, so after Michael goes on that killing spree and that one cake, you know, Lori. That's when Lori kind of finds out. <laughs> Holy fuck, who's here? Yeah. And it's fucking time. And the thing about Lori that I think is so great in this movie is she. Her first instinct is to get her family fucking out of Haddonfield. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. He, he's going to come for you. It's just going to happen. Yeah. And he, she knows it, you know? And so, basically, one of the more, like, tense-filled things in this movie is when Allison and her friends are at the Halloween party. And, you know, Allison has that horrible experience with her boyfriend. Cameron, who's a dick. Yeah. But he, like, he, like, throws her phone in the pub, so she doesn't have a phone. Yeah. So Lori is trying to call her the whole time while Michael is just out there fucking killing Yeah, so people. everyone's, everyone's in, um, has, has gone back into their houses, and Allison's just walking around, you yeah. know, a prime victim for Michael, one of the Strodes, you know? Um. Yeah. And, uh, it's the scene gets it gets the movie gets really intense yeah. after after this. I want to since we only we're kind of running out of time. Yeah. So I want to talk about two scenes. I want to talk about the last scene, of course. Yeah. And I want to talk about the doctor scene. Okay, yes, the doctor scene is great. Actually, we'll, we'll lose right into that. So basically, you know, Allison um, and her friend, they, her friend gets killed by in a spectacular way, in a great way, with a flashing light. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Probably straight up kill in the movie. So good. It's the strobe light, the motion sensor lights in the backyard. Because the way that Michael's just standing there 
And my favorite use of rifle is with the bit, like the darkness and just a little bit of light on his mask. Yeah. Because so it really pops. Also, yeah, and also that strobe light also implies that for like the way he moves isn't picked up by like yeah. natural science because yeah, the light turns yeah, off yeah. and he's able to move. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's that's, that feels great. Yeah. That feels fantastic. But, um, so but, Lori, you know, gets away. And um, she's picked up by a cop and the psychiatrist yes. who's been working with Michael. Yeah, who's, who like Dr. Lewis in the first one is trying to find him. Yeah. And, yeah. He actually says that like he studied under Loomis, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah he's he literally is Loomis 2.0. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, so, which is why I think since it's so like put on the head, yeah. I think it's more of an effective thing. Yeah. I really like the so, character. Do you want to explain the, the scene that Yeah, happens? so this is the controversial scene because at some point when they're driving around in the car, they're the looking cop, for Michael. they're looking for Michael and the cop who I think is the same cop from the first film. I think, uh, yeah, I think so, so yeah. but I'm not sure. Yeah. But she, he, they see him and the cop is just like, all right, and he runs Michael over with the car. And he's about to go out and shoot him, and the psychiatrist stabs the shit out of him yeah. with a knife pen, yeah. which is everyone's just like, "What the fuck is going he's on?" Like, well, yeah. And he's it like, turns out he's like, he's a ward of the state. You can't kill him. And the cop is just like, right. "Fuck this! I'm gonna kill him." Yeah. And then the psychiatrist is like, "I'm not gonna let that happen." So he fucking kills the the cop. Look out for the backseat of yeah. the car. And yeah. then he, and then which, uh, and then he, uh, he takes Michael's mask. Puts it on, has this what well, I think yeah. this dope ass scene where yeah. he stands up in the car, throws up, yeah. and uh, like says, "Don't hurt my patient." And I think in a great like distorted way, and, put, and put throws him in the back, in the back yeah. with Allison, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then gets in the car. Yeah. I I love this scene because I think it's weird. I love yeah. the, the idea that the psychiatrist has somehow been infected yeah. by Michael and yeah. has become like an acolyte yeah, yeah, of Michael. Yeah, I yeah. think that's really cool. Yeah. But I can see why people would think this is not an effective scene. I, mean, I, I totally get that. I think I that's like totally. It, fine. I like it more than I thought about it for sure yeah um i, I thought think, it was a great scene i think the idea i think i was in the car and i was worried that i was like oh my god like who turns into the actual michael like I'm gonna i was gonna be lose. really bummed out if he turned yeah. into michael and michael yeah. myers just died but the way that like michael is just what i love about michael myers is he's he's a lot he literally is not a human being like he was a yeah. monster like because like that's just so appealing. But he's about so charismatic. And, yeah, you know, everyone's thing, so drawn to him. And the thing about him is when he wakes up in the back of the car, uh, you're, you're fucking like, oh, he's fuck. gonna kill Allison. Yeah, but no, he kills the doctor because he's where or like he has or no, he picks up the mask, puts on the mask. And then just like stops the yeah. fucking. I mean, it makes sense because it's just like I don't want to be in this car right now. I got other things to do. So mm -hmm. he gets out, you know. And Allison's lucky enough to get away. Yeah, before, he runs through the forest because he's focusing on like killing other people. Oh, you want to talk about how he fucking kills? He stomps his on his head, bro. Smashes his head to bits with his foot. Bro. It's amazing, yeah. and it, it's it's real. Fucking gruesome as shit. There's yeah. like. When he stomps on it, you see it in full view, and the guy's brains just like splatter. <laughs> it's Dude, so good. The low <laughs> angle of Michael just looking down. Holy shit! Yeah. yeah. Holy oh. shit, bro. That was like there. There's so many. There's so many fantastic. Yeah. Michael Myers in this movie is so good. It's honestly perfect. There's yeah. literally like. I did not He's like him so in a single amazing. scene. There's nothing that he did in this movie that bothered me yeah. at all. And I, I think that the last scene really nails that on the head. We'll have to kind of go through it kind of quick. Yeah. And I mean, like, it, 
Well, it's not a scene we have to really yeah. like, like, like to talk too much about yeah. because it's just like it's just like a dope, yeah. like showdown between yeah. Laurie and Michael, which establishes this relationship that they're like staying alive on this kind of like victim and yeah. like um, uh, victimizer relationship. Yeah. That they both kind of have supernatural powers because Laurie seems to be invincible now. Yeah. And um, so, it's a great scene. Michael's terrifying. Yeah. He's, uh, and it yeah. takes all of them to, so like, kill so him cool is, like, or kill him. You know, all of the, so basically the cops, you know, Laurie leads her that his, her whole family was in the house with her. And luckily they are, but all the cops are dead because Michael's killed yeah. them all. Unfortunately, uh, the dad went out to go check the cop was dead. Michael gets him, kills him, strangles him. I was upset about that because yeah. I love the dad. But so we're left with, and Allison is still running in the forest. He's still like gone, freaking out. And uh, they're in the bunker, and then the showdown happens where Lori is fucking ready. She's like, she turns to Gina Greer and she's like, listen, honey. Time to I kill. I have to fucking do this. Yeah. And that, like, interaction is so fucking great. Because, like, their acting is so good in that scene. Because, like, Judy Greer is, like, just, she, at that moment, can't believe that it's actually happening. Yeah. You know, because the whole movie, she's like, this isn't real. Like, you're, she thinks her mom is crazy. Yeah. You know, it's just like, and then when she actually sees that there is this boogeyman, you know, it's it's crazy. It's yeah, wild. Like I can't imagine going through something like that. And I felt like overall, the it's a great scene, but I was it felt a little bit rushed at the end, which to me, yeah, sure. which I would ultimately say about this film, I, I and I said this to both of you guys at this point. I think that it's an incredible film that I enjoyed tremendously, and it feels like I'll be a little bit disappointed if there's not a second one. But it feels yeah. like they're setting up for a second so, one, and I hope what they do yeah. in the second one is that they develop the relationship between the three generations because yeah. that wasn't done very much in this film, yeah. and I think it deserves more yeah. attention. Um, one of the things that I thought was super dope was you pointed this out to me was the the homage to the first one. When Lori and Michael are finally oh, like, yeah. fighting, and Lori falls off the off the uh, off the balcony, yeah, off the balcony, yeah, like the last Michael shot did. of Halloween. And the first Halloween, and then when Michael looks back, she's gone. Fantastic. So good, so good. And that was yeah. like a total callback to the first one. And then when Michael, you know, when they get how they get Michael in the bunker is so fucking cool. They, they yeah. fucking booby trap it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they have like gas. Uh, and they, they set the house on fire. Yeah. yeah, they they release gas uh, into. Um, into the panic room right. where where he's been booby trapped and they fucking blow up the house right. in uh, kind of like a callback to the second one where Loomis uh, shoots the gas uh, oh yeah cylinders. right 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 yeah yeah, yeah totally um, and also like the whole shot of just the last great shot of the movie is when fucking Laurie like like what's cool is like Allison they weren't really guessing in the stress. They were actually, like, fighting him, which yeah. I thought was great. Like, they, they could have had Allison, like, be, like, staring the whole time. But she got a crowbar. All, everyone's great. active. Yeah, everyone's trying to save their slides. Yeah, she's great. Um, and then, but, fuck, dude. When fucking Junior uh, shoots him, and, like, she knows that her mom is, you know, behind him. She shoots him in Happy the head. Halloween. Happy Halloween, Michael. She, like, pushes him down, and they, like, come back up. And they have that, you know, struggle where Michael grabs Allison by the ankle and he backs it with a crowbar and then they fucking light the bunker on fire. So And they're just staring at Michael. Michael's just staring back with that blank-ass 
Yeah, it's it's something to be seen great man it's just so good so yeah i think i it's it is it's super incredible it's 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 gas it's orgasmic for horror Um, halloween fans like this movie is that's what's weird about this movie right because you said this earlier it's like this movie is very it, it does rely on nostalgia of the first Halloween. Yeah. And of the Halloween franchise in general. And for me, I love that. But uh, I would like to ask someone who has seen, maybe Jared is what, like, like, he's a good example, but someone who had never knew anything about Halloween, like, what would they think of this movie? Yeah. That's what I, think really I, I think we're going to have to go ahead and just give our final ratings of it and go around more, one more time mm-hmm. and maybe give one quick thing to say because yeah. um, we're, we're cutting it close. Uh, uh, well, we also have to add in the music, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go around and like say like you know final thought and your rating of the film right. at at a, uh, at a ten or four. You can go yeah. first. Drew. Okay, yeah. Um, I would give it a seven point five out of ten. Um, I think there are a bunch of great scenes. I think at times the pacing lagged just a bit in the sense that there are a few unnecessary scenes. There's a scene with uh, cops in a car and they're talking about sandwiches. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I while I thought that was funny, I, I just thought it was unnecessary. Um, but overall, this is a very faithful um, reimagining yes. um, of the original. And um, Jamie Lee Curtis is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so I would also go, I would give this like a seven point seven out of ten. Uh, I thought this film it was it was almost everything I wanted in the Halloween movie. Like I said, there are parts of it where I think we're, there are some scenes that we didn't talk about that are a little unnecessary, like, uh, yeah, like that cop scene, and there's some humor that didn't quite work for me. I don't know yet, we can see it again. Uh, there are some classic tones that kind of pull me out of the movie sometimes. Um, but other than that, like, I I think this is a fantastic, yeah. fantastic movie. I think the way they took the characters and everything like that, I thought it was great. For me, this is... Uh, like an eight to a nine for me. Um, and I think that on a second rewatching, this could drop as low as a seven or be solidified as a really yeah. strong nine. Um, yeah. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I think the things that were weak about it were not really something that were weak or that distracting and added a lot of flavor to it that I didn't expect. And uh-huh. overall was just so creative and interesting to me yeah. and took steps that I never thought would be taken on a franchise that I love so much. And I thought old. it was, yeah, it was so old and it was just done so effectively. So yeah. I thought this was uh, a delightful return to a story. I love deep, deeply yeah. and it provided, um, I provided everything I wanted and it provided things I didn't know I was going to get. So like, that's, that's enough for me to just really think it was wonderful. One last thing. Um, the John Carpenter, uh, was one of the three composers, uh, mm-hmm. on the film. And the voice, score is great. Oh yeah. my god! And um, the way that they, well the way that they update his yeah. theme here yeah. is awesome, incredible. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Um, so the, yeah. this has been our Halloween hopefully episode. Hopefully, there's a Halloween too. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully another one. It's definitely awesome. worth going out in theaters. It's an yes. easy film to watch. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, um, so please go see it and yeah. tell us what you think. This has been Thick and Butter. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, or whatever goddamn listening platform you're listening to, and we will see you, or listen to you, or hear you, or whatever, in the next one.
Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.